You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. My name is Rebecca Kelly, and you're listening to the Everywhere We Go podcast. On this week's episode, I sit down with Nicole Gaffney. At the start of the pandemic, Nicole decided to journal her weight loss journey on Instagram and her page has blossomed since. We chat through all things social media, the good, the bad and the ugly and why she thinks Instagram and Facebook should be held accountable for their users. We talk about her responsibilities as an influencer and most importantly to her younger followers and why there should be an age limit on TikTok and Instagram. We talk about the loss of her friend and the crippling anxiety that comes with grief and how a doctor's appointment sent her down the road of exercise to help with her mental health. Nicole is an all-round girl next door, a fantastic role model for young women. She puts everything into her page and with her followers at the forefront of every post she does. It's the reason she has amassed over 10,000 followers in one year. In a world full of influencers, be like Nicole. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So who are you and where do you come from? I'm Nicole Gaffney and I'm from Sandy Mount in Dublin. Hi, Nicole. Hi, how are you? Nervous? Yes, very much so. <laughs> don't be. Nicole, I came across your page on Instagram and I, to be honest, I actually don't know how I came across it. I just think maybe it just popped up one day and I just clicked onto it. And, and for me, you're just a little ray of sunshine. Oh, like, thank you. No, but you are, you're just this, like, and I see so many people that I follow shouting you out and saying, oh, please, you should follow this girl because she's just so lovely. Yeah, that's so nice. Thank you. But that's what people say about you. I know. It's hard to believe it when people are saying that about you, you know. Um, I think I'm a bit like I'm I don't take those kind of things in. Well, like I don't know why, but I've been like that my whole life. Um but yeah, it's really lovely and I'm I'm really like appreciative and grateful of all the things that people have been saying. Um I just can't believe it myself. Yeah. Well, ha- tell me where did the page come from? Um, so really it kind of started in the first lockdown. So back in March last year, um, March last year and you, oh my God. Yeah. So it's only been a year. Yeah. A year. Um, and really I was honestly, I was so bored. I was obviously, I was still working, but I was working from home. So I had lots of free time at the weekend. I wasn't seeing my boyfriend or anything. So I was like, what am I going to do to keep myself busy? So I just started talking to my stories on my phone, started doing like makeup tutorials. Then I started sharing my food and stuff because I was on a weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just went from there and it started growing like month by month. It would be a thousand, then it would be 2000. And now it's at just over 10,000 in a year, which is crazy to me. I can't even believe it. 
So I'm absolutely delighted though. I'm delighted. It wasn't planned, but I'm, it obviously happened for a reason. So. And what was it like when you hit that 10K? It was an amazing feeling. It really was. It's not all about the numbers for me. Definitely not. Mm. Because I do think that, um, I do think (laughs) you kind of get caught up in the numbers. Um, and some people are like, you know, I have 20 K I have 50 K or whatever, but I think genuinely it's more so for me, the 10 K was more so that, wow, 10,000 people are looking at my stories and, you know, I can do so much with this platform. And I suppose in a way, help girls that maybe feel like they can't do it and, you know, might not have believe in themselves. And um, because I definitely didn't, and I didn't think that it was going to happen, but it just shows you if you put your mind to something like it does it can't happen for you you know and that's the thing like you sitting here in front of me I would never have taught you were an insecure person but yeah a long time ago you spoke I about was. your insecurities and yeah. you were so do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah like so like back in school and stuff I was super confident like really confident in primary school in secondary school and um, I only really got anxiety when I was in my 20s so I think like around 25 ish was when anxiety kind of came in I didn't know what it was I just just felt like I was constantly maybe like before college or like before work, I was just constantly th- overthinking all the time and I didn't really know how to control it. Um, so like, I suppose I, I really did kind of suffer with, um, anxiety more so with like weight loss and things like that. My weight went up and down all the time, you know, one week I could be a weight that I loved. And then a month later I could be in another weight, you know? So I, I'm the kind of person that if you, if I looked at a slice of cake, it would just pile on me like that, you know? Um, so I really have to watch myself, um, when I'm eating and stuff, but yeah, like I definitely wasn't confident when I was, when I was, um, when I got into my twenties and like, then I had two, I suppose life changing events happened. Um, and I lost a close friend of mine to suicide. So when that happened and um, the anxiety obviously got worse and um, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't cope with it. It was really, really bad. So I went to the doctor and obviously he said to me, look, here's some antidepressants. Maybe this will help you. Here's some medication. And I said, is there anything else that I can do? And he was like, well, you could exercise. And I was like, oh, I've been to loads of gyms and I, it's never worked out for me. I was like, I'm not into the gym. And he goes, okay, well, you know, maybe give it a go and then come back to me. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. So then I went away on holidays and... Can I ask you before you mm, go on, how old were you when your friend committed suicide? Um, it was two years ago. God. Yeah, two years ago. So, um, yeah, so that was a really hard time. And like, obviously it didn't, uh, it affected me in, in a different way. I just got such bad anxiety, like in work and stuff, you know, it was really hard to try and put on a brave face and stuff like that and pretend that I was fine. But really the anxiety was just taken over. It was really, really bad. Um, and then as well, I suppose what I was doing is I was going out with my friends at the weekend and I was, you know, I wasn't eating good. I was drinking really like I was drinking. I drank Guinness. So I was Jesus. drinking about eight pints of Guinness and, um, yeah, like I just was drinking as well, you know? So I was in a kind of like lifestyle that was just really, I suppose, unhealthy. Um, and I just needed to, to change it really. And that's kind of how Life is, yeah. is very different to when I was 20, I think. Yeah, it totally is. And I think like there's a lot of pressure on like young couples as well. And um, like it's very, very hard to um, 
to like come up with a, a deposit now. Do you know, it's totally different nowadays. I'm like, when I talk to my mom and dad about it, they can't believe how much you have to save for a deposit, you know? So I think there is a lot of, um, there is a lot of different pressures there for young people nowadays. Definitely. How did the anxiety manifest itself? Because some people we talk about grief and we don't realize how gut wrenching mm-hmm. grief actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that when, when that did happen, I kind of, I never had only, the only death I had before that was my granddad died. Mm. But other than that, I hadn't really like suffered with grief before. So when that happened, I kind of, I remember I went out with my friends and we were in Crystal and mm. we were all on a night out and I just broke down into tears and I just was like, I have to do something about this anxiety. Like I couldn't even enjoy myself on a night out. You know, I was constantly, you know, making sure I looked okay. Like the anxiety was just taken over. I couldn't enjoy myself. So, um, like it was, then I went on holidays with Owen, we went to Puerto Rico and I just, I just said to him, like, you know, there's some, I need to make a change. And I came across a a personal trainer on, um, Instagram and I just messaged her that day and I texted her and I said, like, do you have any free slots thinking that maybe she, she didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, and she came back to me and said like, look, we, I would love to, um, to train you. Mm -hmm. So I said, look, I'll give it a go for four weeks because to be honest with you, I have been in loads of gyms and they never worked. I went to Slim World. I did Weight Watchers. I've done it all and nothing worked for me. Like nothing was sustainable, you know? So I just said, I'm going to give this a go. And I ended up, I'm still with her now. Crazy. And how did that then help your mental health? Yeah, I think definitely um, the exercise does help. It, it, it kind of, it gets rid of the anxiety for me. Say if I don't do a gym session for like a f- maybe like four days, the anxiety will come back for me. It's just one of those things. But I think what it is, is that you're sweating it all out, all the stresses and everything. You're kind of like getting rid of it. So I find it like it's more of a release for me um, and I don't have anxiety anymore. Really? And no, don't have an ounce of anxiety anymore. If I don't do the PT, I definitely will come back, but it definitely has really helped. And I didn't have to take the medication in yeah. the end, which is a great thing. Um, you know, I, if the, if the PT didn't work, I would have obviously had to, to take it, but mm-hmm. thankfully it did. So I'm delighted about that. And the anxiety, as you said, was centered around your, your weight. Yeah. So it was, it was mainly about the weight. Yeah. Um, and it just that, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure on young girls as well. Like, you know, I just felt like I just was bigger and that I was, you know, I felt like even in a bikini, like on holidays, I felt totally uncomfortable. I felt like I just didn't want to you know, being a bikini in front of anyone, not even my mom and dad, um, not even my, in my boy, with my boyfriend, you know, like I just felt totally uncomfortable. Um, and I just knew that I needed to do something to change how I felt. And I was like looking at some other girls that had done it. And I was like, if they can do it, mm-hmm. I could definitely do it. Yeah. So, um, and now like, you know, I haven't gotten obviously to go away yet and wear a bikini, but mm-hmm. when I do, I'm sure like, you know, it'll be a moment where I'll be like, Okay. Yeah. To be quite honest, like now I'm totally delighted with where I am and I'm, I've reached my goal weight. Mm. Um, I'm actually a little bit under like what I originally wanted, Mm. but now I'm at a stage now where we're just maintaining the weight. Yeah. So, um, I can still have my takeaways at the weekend. I can still, um, I can still, you know, have a drink. I'll still have the odd pint of Guinness. Um, The size 
see it to be drinking I know, Guinness. I know, but that's my dad and my granddad because they're both um, Guinness drinkers. So when I used to go to the pub with them, yeah. they'd order a pint of Guinness and then I'd be like, oh, I'll have one as well. And I just got into it. Yeah. And But now that was the death of me because, you know, Guinness is basically a meal. So. God. Yeah. And then tell me about the Instagram page. Yeah, like so I think the 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 time that I kind of realized that it was going somewhere was when I put up a before and after picture of my weight loss and that's when I started to get tons of DMs from from girls, girls I didn't know, some I did know, and um, just saying like what did you do and like can you help me? Like I have anxiety as well and um I really opened up on one st- on one of my stories, I think it was the start of my weight loss journey and I kind of told everyone like how I was feeling and how I was really like low and down on myself and you would be absolutely surprised at the amount of girls who text me to say that they felt feel or felt the exact same way um and that they wanted to do something about it they wanted to change and um yeah like it was it was actually eye-opening to see yeah to see the and especially young girls like young young girls like we're talking like 13 14 you know, feeling that way. And I like knew exactly how they felt because I was once that person. So I think that was really eye opening. But yeah, the the comments started coming in, the DMs started coming in. And then as as I started to do the questions and answers, I kind of was like, oh, maybe like this is something that I should be doing like a little bit more. It seems like people are interested in it. So I started to do it weekly then. And then it kind of just went into fashion and beauty. And so now I'm kind of doing a lot of things, but yeah, like the weight loss definitely, I think is what kind of like started the whole thing off. And do you think, like you said there, like society, young girls, it's a, it's a big problem. I have a 10 year old and I'm absolutely terrified. Like she is asking me for, um, TikTok and she mm. had TikTok for a little while and then we took okay. it off. We said, mm-hmm. no, you, you, you know, you can't have TikTok. Yeah. As a young young woman, like it is very scary. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, I've seen some, there has been some things on TikTok where like it would be very damaging for a young girl to be watching some of those things, you know. Um, but I think social media is difficult. Like even I find it difficult sometimes, especially when you're getting trolled and you sometimes get mean DMs and you're like, okay, like you kind of have to brush it off, but obviously like you're only human and they do affect you. Like no matter, you know, who they are, if they're a made up person, there's still somebody behind that who obviously thinks that of you. So I think that that part I find quite hard. Um, Luckily, I've been quite lucky in a sense that I haven't really gotten much hate, but I definitely did get hate at the start. You know, people were saying you never needed to lose weight in the first place. Why did you do this? Like, we don't want to see your before and after you were beautiful before. And I'm like, I wasn't saying I wasn't. Mm. You know, I was just saying I'm more so putting it out there that I was unhappy. Like I was an unhappy person on the left in the picture. Um, And now I'm a much happier person. Like it's not really much. It's not about, you know, I wasn't beautiful before. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I'm a totally different girl now. You know, yeah, because the better. you said the lifestyle you had, so yeah. it's a lifestyle change as completely, well. Completely, completely lifestyle change. Like, you know, like to think of the things that I did used to do, like, and I never even thought about it. Like I used to have three or four Chinese's a week, like thinking that that's okay. Mm. <laughs> and for me, because I put on weight like so quickly um, and easily, you know, that just piled on and piled on. It just became then 
I, I became uncomfortable in myself. Um, and then also you've got comfort eating as well. Once you start, then you can't stop. Um, I just found like anytime I was sad, I would eat. Anytime like I was like, you know, lonely, I would eat. So it was just kind of like one of those things as well. Um, so I think trying to change your mindset as well was the hardest part because even now I struggle when I'm feeling down. I'm like, the first thing I think about is I'll get a takeaway tonight. Mm. Whereas now I have to, you know, kind of pull myself back and say, no, I don't need a takeaway. I can make a spice bag that's healthy mm. and mm. I don't have to order one, mm. you know? So what do you feel sad about? Um, I suppose like COVID is, has been really hard. Um, I think the first lockdown, to be honest, I actually found the first lockdown. Okay. Mm. Second lockdown was not bad. This one hit me like a ton of bricks like I just felt like oh my god when is this going to end um like so much plans changed my friend's wedding got cancelled like three times and you know like just just so much going on and I think as well that it kind kind of was a novelty maybe at the start because everyone's like oh we're going to be working from home this is going to be great Mm -hmm. um but you know, it, it's definitely worn off now. And now I'm like, I just can't wait for my life back. And I think it's sad as well that I haven't really seen much of my friends. Um, obviously like, you know, me and my boyfriend had holidays booked. We haven't been able to go on them. It's like everybody, everyone has had something that's changed or been canceled. And I think that, you know, that can get you down sometimes, but all I keep on saying to myself is that we have to be grateful for what we do have mm-hmm. and that, I'm lucky that nobody in my family has been like sick with COVID and nobody I know has had COVID. So I'm lucky in a sense. And that way I keep on having to, you know, Mm. switch my mind back to say I'm actually lucky. Um, But yeah, everyone has their down days, you know, like I'm sure, I'm sure every person um, has, has had something. And then did you see the thing with Roman Kemp? Um, did you see that video that you put out? Yeah. And I was watching the Caroline Flack thing as well yeah. the other day, the documentary. But yeah, like it's just, it's absolutely awful. Like I think it's really affecting so much people. Like you would actually be shocked, I think, at the amount of people who are really suffering. Um, like even some of my friends, my family who don't have anxiety, have anxiety now. Do you know, like just because of what's going on, because it's like we're like been locked away for a year and can't do anything. And, you know, staying within our 5K, it's very hard, very, very hard. And especially even like my younger sister, she's 19 and she would never um, have like suffered with anxiety or anything. And now, like, you know, I see a totally different side to her because she's stuck inside. Mm. Do you know, she's a real sociable person and my Nana is the exact same. She's 79. She's 80 next year. And she's the funniest person in the world. Mm. And she's the life and soul of the party. And her being stuck inside, like it must be hell for her because she literally in a pub, everyone knows her. She's mm. always talking to people like, so this was really hard for her, but she just got her, va- her first vaccination there Brilliant. last week and she's getting her second then next week. So that's great. So that's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Because when I did Elaine, um, the last time I was on the Elaine show and um, Elaine mm. broke down and she was crying because she was saying like, my mom is like in her, I think maybe she's 80 and she was saying, um, like they're, they're forgotten. Yeah. The older generation are forgotten completely because it's like, we think that. Yeah. Like if I'm finding it hard, imagine how hard she's finding it. Mm. And like, I have my Nana, I'm lucky to have my other Nana and granddad still alive as well. And they live together and they have not left the house since last March. 
Like I haven't hugged them, touched them, nothing. We literally stay way back. Um, even at, on Christmas Day, we had to all wear masks and stay way back, like in the front porch. Um, and it must be so hard. Like, you know, they only have each other to talk to every single day and they don't leave. Like we buy their groceries for them. So they're not actually going anywhere. So imagine how hard it is for them if we're finding it really hard, mm. you know. It's an awful God, thing. It must be hard for you. So it's just two, two of you in the house, you, you and your sister? Or my- Me, my sister and my brother. He is 24, um, but he just moved in recently with his girlfriend. So mm. that's kind of like new to my mom and then my mom and dad. Yeah. And your mom must be, because obviously like I'm like that with my girls. No, Aria couldn't give a shit about COVID. Yeah. But Amelia, I'm watching like a yeah. hawk. I'd say your mom is probably even watching your sister like a hawk. Yeah, like totally is. And like she's, well, she's watching kind of the both of us and even like my mom is feeling it, you know? I think it's just, it's really scary times. And when you see like things like the Caroline Flack documentary completely opened up my eyes when I watched that because I was like, oh my God, like, you know, she was such a normal girl and like this happened to her, you know? And I think suicide is just one of those things that you always think about as a parent. I know if I had a daughter, I would think about that and think of the effects of social media and the trolling and things like that, you know? So I think that's definitely something that I really think that Instagram needs to probably have like some kind of like laws on it where you can't set up a page unless like you have an identification thing Mm. because the amount of fake pages that try and add me really is ridiculous like ridiculous and you don't know who these people are and you don't know what they want some of the messages I don't even open um but you know there has been a few where I've been like oh my god like and to be honest it's probably people that you know yeah behind them yeah yeah and that's the worst isn't it that's the worst part yeah and like even like I have a few friends obviously who are on Instagram and speaking to them like they're like this troll said something to me but no one would actually know that unless they were close to me so she's like I knew that that was someone that knew me do you know that's even worse do you know so I I just think that Instagram and like Facebook or whatever need to do something about that because it's just it's gone it's gone too far definitely because it gives somebody the, the opportunity to say things to you that they'd never say to your face no definitely um, not. and because they, they'd be called out on it they'd be called oh, out yeah. you can't say those things you know no 100 and like even some some of the messages that i remember i put up so innocently i put up something about um the guy he was going sea swimming. I don't know if you've seen that video with, during COVID. And I put up something about him, just shared the video. And I was like, oh, the poor guy only wanted to go for a swim. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize he was outside his 5K because it was just a video. Um, but, you know, the mess just started flooding in. And I was like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? Like, had no idea. Um, and, you know, saying, oh, like, you're, you're being a bad influence. You shouldn't be promoting this. And I was like, what? That stops you in your tracks, doesn't it? Completely. I was like, I didn't mean this. What? And I literally was like, oh God, oh God. Like, and the first thing I did was delete the video because I was like, oh my God, like this is, you know, I didn't want the DMs. I didn't want the hate. Um, but genuinely, like it was the, it was just such an innocent like thing that I did. And it, like, when I th- think back on it, I shouldn't have probably deleted it because it was mm. ridiculous, but I just didn't want the DMs. I didn't want the bad DMs. So I was like, I'm just going to delete it really quickly. And I did. And like, it's just those little small things. You just have to watch what you say now. Mm. Before I found like when I had like less followers, I found I didn't really have to watch what I said, like said, Mm. but now I do. 
definitely because people are very quick to jump down your neck um, and say something to you. It's so hard to have an opinion on social media. Very hard. Yeah. And you pro- I don't know if you've seen sometimes now I've said I'm not sharing my opinions about mm-hmm. um, because it's ever since I started talking about like COVID or anything to do with like anything political, mm. um, it just backfires. Yeah. So I decided to not um, speak about it anymore. And to be honest, it's actually made my life way easier. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just don't speak about anything like that anymore, even though sometimes I do be like, oh my God, I'd love to like share that or say something. I'm like, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, it's not worth it. Yeah. And this is why it's absolutely ridiculous because we are so PC, but Instagram isn't PC by allowing those guys come on with their fake accounts because I put up something and I have people who I am very much aware that COVID is around us. And Mm -hmm. I I have people who don't believe in COVID who are anti-vaxxers and they're on my page and they put their stuff up and I just ignore it. Yeah, so do I. That's because that's their opinion and I'm entitled to You have to respect that. Yeah, and you respect it. And they are very loud with their opinions. Mm -hmm. And once it's not affecting me personally and my family, I don't say anything. Yeah. But... Then when I like I put up something the other day about St. Patrick's Day, whatever you mm-hmm. do, just make sure that you look back yeah. and go, I'm proud of what mm-hmm. I did that day. And whether that was going into town and having a march or, yeah. be, you know, if you're proud of it, then stand by it. But at the same time, someone DM me going, so are you an anti-vaxxer? Are you? you know, and I was like, I'm not even getting into it with you, you know, because what's know. the point? Like, what is the point, honestly? Um, and like, you know, I'm the same. I do have friends who think this is absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, they're sending me all the facts and figures and every single day on my WhatsApp group. But I just choose to ignore it because like that's their opinion. And if it doesn't affect my life, then whatever, you know, I think everyone as long as everyone is like doing their best to keep safe themselves, I think that's the main thing. And I don't think you should judge anybody else on like what they're what their thoughts or what their opinions are. But it is very hard to talk about COVID or anything to do with COVID mm. on Instagram um, or anything political at all. You know, it could be something very small, but like it could blow up into something huge. Mm. So I've just decided to stop doing that and I've avoided it and I won't be talking about it again. Definitely not. No. Good. Because mm-hmm. it's just better for you. Yeah. And then tell me about, you know, we see these call out pages. Do you find like, are you just, this is my social media and I'm not looking at anything else or? Yeah. I don't look at anything really. Um, I know there's a forum that's really, really it's horrible. It's called the Tattle Life. Mm. Um, and they, you know, slate influencers and bloggers on that. And it's actually it's so disgusting to read half the stuff that they say. And I don't even know where half the stuff is made up. Like, um, but I, I remember my friend showed it to me and I was like, I never want to look at that ever again. And I never will look at it ever again. Was it about you? No, it wasn't about me, about other people. Mm. Um, like, you know, I don't know if you know, Avian Devlin, she's, um, she had an awful time with the title life and she had to come off Instagram for like six, six to eight months. Like, and she was pregnant, heavily pregnant. Um, and you know, she, had an awful time so she had to come off it and she speaks about it on her Instagram and it's like really interesting to have a watch she's only back on Instagram really recently um, and I have become friends with her through Instagram Mm -hmm. and you know like I I feel for her I really do like some of the things that they were saying about her was absolutely horrendous but really like would affect your life do you know the kind of way so um, yeah so it is awful but thankfully it's I've never been on anything like that as far as I know Um, but you know, for the girls that have been, I would say like 
I know that from other friends that have been on it, they have just completely blocked it out and they don't, they don't read it or like watch it or watch anything like negative. Like when I see negative comments in my DMs, you kind of know when they're coming and mm. um, you can kind of see the first part of it, you know. Mm. So I just choose not to open it now and yeah. I'll, I'll just delete it without even reading it. So um, I've kind of trained myself to think like that. Whereas before I would take everything to heart because I'm like really soft. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it, you kind of have to, it's definitely made me grow thicker skin. And half of these women probably have children. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the stuff that they're saying. And it's pretty true because I ha- it happened to a friend of mine years ago um, where somebody put up a photo of something and was saying something about her husband. And it was yeah. not true. It was not true. But yeah. I can sit here now and then I could go out on my social media and say that you are an absolute yeah. bitch. Yeah. I, mean, I could do that. And then that could spread. And then loads of people would think that. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, it's so toxic. It's, and it's, it can be so damaging like to somebody. Um, and that's the scary part of it. And that's. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
what sometimes I do worry about and I'm not going to lie and say like sometimes I could be out with Owen and I might not do the right thing you know I'm like oh god what if am I doing the right thing or I always kind of have to second guess myself now mm-hmm. or even if like I put up put up a picture or something I'm like oh should I have put that up do you know whereas at the start I wouldn't have even mm-hmm. thought about that but now I feel like I have to think about that before I post it because I don't want to like get any hate or like I don't want people to think that I'm a bad person so um yeah you kind of just have to thread thread lightly and um, with those kind of situations and you said that you have like 13 and 14 year old followers mm-hmm. so do you feel responsible then as also yeah I do feel like I have to set a good example in a way um and you know I don't because I talk about weight loss a little bit and I talk about food and things I just have to be very careful about like how I say things because I don't want you know a 13 and 14 year old to think that they need to lose weight or like they need to control their food I don't want to do that at all and um, I'm just more so telling my story and if they want to try and do the same thing as me if that can help them in any way then amazing but um, I just have to be kind of careful about like what I do because you know obviously um, anything to do with like you know you don't want to trigger someone to mm-hmm. have like an like an eating disorder mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. you have to be really careful um, but I think that like the way that I've been speaking about it and I've obviously gone down the healthier route like I've done exercise and Mm -hmm. it's been the exercise actually that has changed everything not so much the food it's Mm -hmm. actually been the lifestyle change the working out that's actually changed it so I don't know hopefully I've been a good influence on young girls and to really say that like you know if you really want to you know change something about yourself you can do it Mm -hmm. you know and it and it only took me a year to do it it's not like it's going to take you five years like you can do it quite quickly do you think there should be a minimum age on instagram and tiktok yeah yeah i do i I know if i had a a a kid i would be very very um worried i would probably be checking their tiktok and instagrams Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. um and yeah like you just don't know who you're talking to that's the thing but if instagram brought in some kind of law that you had to like be a certain age that you had to show like a proof of ID, maybe like a passport or something to get a page. Like Mm -hmm. you actually had to be a person. Mm -hmm. Well, then maybe it would be different. But because anybody can set up a page, that's what the terrifying thing is because you don't know who you're talking to, you know? I know someone, um, I think she's not on anymore, but she was being... um she was being abused online, like constantly getting DMs, sending that they were going to kill her. They were going to know, they knew where she lived. And it ended up being her cousin. Stop. Yeah, it was a cousin of hers. She, she found that out. That doesn't surprise to, me. And I was like. Swear to God. Yeah. That does not surprise me. Like, because I really think that like when, um, when stuff like thing like this happens to you, like and say, like you get a platform, you kind of realize who your real friends are. And like you, you realize who's the supportive ones around you and you make friends obviously through Instagram as well. And there's a few girls that I've become really close with, but I think you really do. You really realize who your friends are because some, some friends will be like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, oh yeah, you're taking photos of yourself outside your house and slagging you, you know? Mm. Um, but you're like, yeah, but you know, in a way this is like a job to me. Mm -hmm. I'm taking pictures outside my garden. Yeah. But I might get paid for that. You know, so you have to think about it like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think you have to, you kind of realize who your friends are throughout the journey. And I've definitely, you know, I've had the most supportive friends and family, thank God. Um, but I think that you do, you do kind of connect with girls who are on Instagram Mm. and who do what you do a little bit more because you realize actually the work that goes into it and how hard it is Mm. to kind of keep up the content. Like you have to be so consistent. 
Um, and it's very hard. And you probably know yourself, like doing a podcast, like it's so hard to keep on doing that every week and promising it every week, do you know, mm-hmm. and you feel in a way that you, ha- you have to do it because you've promised it. Yeah, exactly. You know, And it's mad because as you said there, like, I know like that, I know some people very close to my life mm-hmm. who haven't listened to one of my podcasts. Yeah. And that's kind of hurtful. Yeah. It's very hurtful. Yeah. But I, and, and you know, at that time you're kind of like, um, and then you're like, you know, Rebecca, that's not your problem. No. The amount of people that you have support, like you and I have talked on Instagram. Yeah. That's why you're here today. Yeah. You know, Sarah from Valley Mount Hunt. Yeah. There's so many different people. So many. So that, many. That are more supportive than mm-hmm. your, like, Yeah, than your, like, immediate. Yeah. Um, it's mad. But like, yeah, like, you know, like Lou's life, Valley Mount Hunt, yeah. Maria Makeup. We have all become great friends. Yeah. Um, and we all support each other. And it's actually great because you know the kind of journey that they're on. And you know, like, you know, how hard it is. And I think that's why you all connect so well. And that's why I connect with them on kind of a different level, I think, because I know the hard work that goes into it. It's late nights. Like, you know, I work full time, but like Mm -hmm. I would be recording my Fashion Fridays or my Bargain by Wednesdays or whatever, you know, the night before. And then I'll be recording them till 10 or 11 at night and then have to post them the next day. Then like, you know, you might do some deals with some brands that might say we want these specific things and then you have to be like okay right so then you're going through your book and saying did I mention that did I mention that making sure that you're doing all this and it is it's like a full-time job it really is and because I'm working full-time as well I'm trying to like juggle both um which is kind of hard but you just get used to it I think I'm I'm one of these people anyway I'm um I love to be really busy Mm -hmm. and I need a structure Mm -hmm. so once I set out my daily or weekly tasks I'm okay you know, mm. the kind of way and I'll get it all done and I'll feel like I've accomplished something at the end of the week. And that's because you're responsible to that brand as well. And, you know, yeah. Into that. yeah. Do you know, I love, but James Patrice, yeah. he puts so much mm-hmm. into his content. Yeah. You know, and yeah. fair play to him. And, and that takes such hard work. Yeah. It really is because like the amount that you have to also, you have to think about like, you know, your like the outfits, like will people like this outfit? You have to think like, how are you going to put this together? How is it going to like portray like on like on their Instagram, like sometimes I get my sister <laughs> to watch me and I'm like, do, do I look okay there? Like, mm-hmm. or just, is that a nice outfit together? She's like, yeah, it's lovely, but it's weird seeing it from the other side because when you're talking to your phone, you don't really think about those yeah, things. Yeah. Do you know? So it's, I, I say fair play to anyone who does it because I've realized I didn't think it was going to be that hard and it's definitely been hard. But I think if you're passionate about it, mm-hmm. then definitely like go for it and for any girls like there's so many girls I know that want to do it and always say well like I wish I could do that or I wish I wanted to do that like go for it like just do it and don't care what other people think because that was my that was definitely a thing for me I that's what held me back the whole time as I was like oh god like my friend will, my friends will think I'm weird or you know they'll think I'm cringy but you just you can't think about that and you have to do what you want to do and that's exactly what I did yeah so and it's worked for you and it's worked. Yeah, mm. it has worked. Um, yeah, like obviously there's been some bumps along the way, but it's definitely, it's definitely worked and I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I really like love doing it now, like a genuinely I love, and I love talking to like, 
my followers and you know hearing about their like lives and mm. I feel like we're all kind of we all kind of know each other and I feel like some of my followers I now know like well yeah um and you know like one of them I bumped into like this was like before the gyms closed but um I bumped into her on the road obviously I didn't know it was her yeah and she came over and she was like Nicole um hi she's like hi Max and I was like hi and I didn't know who she was yeah, yeah. she's like Max from Instagram and I was like oh my god and I knew who she was straight yeah, away yeah, then yeah. you know and then she walked me to the train station and all like yeah like it's just so lovely and I was literally like I came home to my mom and I was like you'll never guess who I met and she's like who and I was like uh, Mags and she was like oh my god she's like and she even knows who Mags is because I was always telling her that she was asking me about my skincare tutorials and also it's so nice it really is and it's really humbling and I'm so grateful for the followers I do have because um you know, I, I think that it, that's really important that I have everyone who follows me actually wants to follow me for mm. a reason and that they're all pretty positive people and nice people. So I'm delighted. I'm very lucky. What does Alan think of it all? <laughs> um, he, so at the start, he was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you, why are you talking to your phone? And I was like, oh, just leave me be like, it's grand. Mm. And then because we, we weren't really seeing each other in the first lockdown. And um, so we didn't see each other for a while. So I was kind of doing, he's not really on social media, mm. which is the funny thing. So he does have Instagram, but he, ha- he posts like two things and he's not, he doesn't really use Facebook. So he doesn't know much about it. Um, but, um, so at the start he was like, what the hell? But now that he like sees how much I love it, he's like so, so encouraging. Like he literally so supportive and um, he loves me doing it. He absolutely loves me doing it. And he can see, I think the change in me. Mm. So he can see that like, it makes me really happy. And, you know, um, like, I think he loves the fact that I'm doing something that I'm actually like passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really, really good. Obviously I have to, like, I have to, you know, pre-approve some things I might have to put up or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's not on social media. Yeah. But like, um, I try and keep him, to be honest, as much out of mm-hmm. my Instagram as possible mm-hmm. because um, he's not into that kind of thing and like I have to respect that. So I just kind of keep that out. Um, but like, that's absolutely fine because he's happy with you. That, so it's grand. Paul came home the other day. He was walking the dog out over in Sanctuary Park mm-hmm. and he came home and he said to me, oh my God, the amount of Insta husbands in that <laughs> park taking pictures yeah. of the sunset. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and they're all standing there queuing. And I was like, in Sanctuary Park? I was like, I haven't seen it. I know. You know what I mean? And that's when I did the, the reel of like, um, what you'd wear in front oh, of I've seen that. Yeah, the car so park funny. because the amount of people who are in the yeah. car park taking the, but yeah. it's not taking the piss I shouldn't have said that it's just yeah. you know it's an no, observation know. you know yeah. but he was like Jesus Christ and I was like I'll get you there yeah I'll yeah. have you try and jet and he was like you will not no I have to say own he does take pictures of me but it's my mom. Is it? It's all my mom. <laughs> um, and I swear to God, even before I came here, I was like, mom, I have to get a picture of my outfit. Yeah. And she was like, oh, for God's sake. But I have to say, she's so patient. She's so patient. Now I had to train her how to use how it. How old is she? Oh, you she is. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll be allowed <laughs> yeah. to say. But she's young. They yeah. had me very young. She's a young mommy. Yeah. They had me very young. Um, but yeah, she um, she takes all my pictures. My sister sometimes will. Um, my dad is actually quite good, but he likes to take the action shots. So he talks to me throughout. And then when I look at the pictures, I'm like, dad, my mouth's open and that my eyes are closed. And he's like, that's a lovely one. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, it's my, it's mainly my mom and I have to give it to her. When I got 10K, she was like, oh great. We'll have to get a great photo now. Oh. Um, yeah. So she's so supportive. And my friend, 
bought me like 10k balloons delivered to the house and so we got like lovely photos and all yeah so my friends are so good like they'll they're they're mad into the photographs so like they'll be like Nicole turn left turn right do this but because it's it's lockdown yeah it's been really hard to take photos and things Mm. like that I have to rely on my mom and my sister a lot so thankfully they're at home a lot of Instagrammers now and I've seen quite a lot of them pull back or pull Mm -hmm. away or feel that they're not relevant anymore. You can see some of them out there and they, they're wearing an outfit for going out and you're like, we're not going out anymore. Like, is it relevant? So I can understand that they would have that confidence knock. Mm -hmm. And I have seen some of them come off Instagram because, or they'll say, look guys, I'm not doing great at the moment. Mm -hmm. So for you, staying um, relevant yeah. when you started in the pandemic yeah so I haven't really found that hard because mm. yeah I started in the lockdown and I constantly I find a lot of the time I'm in loungewear mm. so a lot of the time I'll be wearing like you know my tracksuit or my slippers my old slippers I live in them every day <laughs> so I feel like my followers like wouldn't re- wouldn't have noticed really a difference and mm. I didn't notice a difference because to be honest like I'm not the kind of girl anyway to wear heels and stuff like that I love going to a pub I hate night clubs hate them um like literally I just don't like going to them it's just my it's just me I prefer to have um a pint in a pub a granddad pub with my granddad and my dad like I'm just that kind of person um and yeah so uh, to be honest heels for me like haven't really come into play and also like I don't really wear dresses or anything like that like I'm not really into that kind of style so mm. loungewear has been it's been the perfect thing for me because everyone's been living in it um so yeah I haven't really had had that now I've had times obviously where I've been like I've nothing to talk about like right. I have no topic I have nothing to say so that's why I created the fashion Fridays and the bargain by Wednesdays so I would have some kind of topic to talk about mm. um and then I recently did Cole's clothes choices is such a tongue twister. Mm. Um, but so that's on a Monday. And basically like what I do there is like you pick an event or like an occasion and mm. I pick the clothes then for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do the whole outfit, like clothes, like uh, your dress, your bag, your shoes. And um, for when we do get to go out again. Mm. Um, and I love like I love that because you're kind of like personal style in a way which I actually really like mm. so um yeah so I just started that so that's only on the last two weeks but I'm actually really enjoying it and people are loving it mm. so yeah so it's good like the two weeks ago we did 30th outfits because I know everyone's mm. birthdays are coming up my 30th is coming up and people are probably like what am I going to get to wear so I put up like 30th um ideas for outfits and then the other week before last then we did like summer holidays and stuff so yeah like it's I think it's good to kind of keep keeps people's mind off things and yeah. you know look forward to things like yeah be optimistic optimistic maybe that we might get a summer holiday hopefully and have you one thing that i've noticed is that i have noticed a lot of very huge accounts kind of regurgitating smaller account stuff yeah mm. that happens a lot and to be honest you know what like at the start like that started that really annoyed me because mm. I was like that was my idea or like mm. you know I seen that on my friend's page she maybe has like 6,000 followers mm. but then this other girl might have 30,000 mm-hmm. you know so that happens a lot but I think like well with me anyway I've learned to like take it as a compliment Mm -hmm. and just say like, do you know what? Like, yeah, that was your idea, but you know, you have to just brush it off because that will just eat you up. Yeah. Do you know? So 
Now, I love girls though, that like I have a few um, friends on Instagram who take inspiration, but actually tell their followers that yeah. they took it from you. Yeah. So they're like, oh my God, I seen this dress on Nicole mm-hmm. and she got it in Zara and it was gorgeous on her. So I went and bought it. And mm. I think that's the nicest thing because I'm like, you're giving that other person credit. Do you know, you're not just saying, oh, I found this, but really you didn't. You seen it on somebody else. Yeah. Do you know? So I think that's so important. And I love girls that support girls mm-hmm. and are not not in competition because there's room for everyone on mm-hmm. Instagram. You don't have to be in competition with someone who has a hundred thousand followers, yeah. do you know? So I think if you just stay true to yourself and just make sure that you're, I suppose, not kind of like have your own identity in a mm. way, I think that's really important because otherwise you're just going to look like clones of each other. Yeah. Do you know? Do you think Instagram's clicky? Very much so. Mm-hmm. It can be. Yeah. I'm lucky in a sense that like I've made friends with, um, with girls on there that have been so supportive and it's not clicky, mm-hmm. but I think that there, there is clicky, like groups or friends are like, you know, will only support each other and maybe it's kind of hard to get in there, but I'm lucky in a sense that I haven't gone to any of those events or anything mm. because I started during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know that if you go to those events, I'm sure that they can be very clicky. Mm. Um, so yeah, I haven't had the experience, but I think that it can be, it's all about sometimes who, you know, mm-hmm. um, and who, you know, that may be like working for a particular brand or, you know, um, or in a particular agency or whatever, it could be that, but luckily I haven't really had that. Thankfully. I'm so excited for you to see what it's like when this, when we are allowed out and events start to happen again and mm-hmm. you know, how you'll grow and so on. Let's talk about you. So let's yeah. talk about, and I know we've talked about Instagram, we've talked about you through Instagram, but tell me something about your, yourself that like your followers don't really know. Like, Yeah. Um, I suppose they probably wouldn't know that like I'm, I used to sing when I was younger. Really? <laughs> yeah. So like, I love music, love music. And I know I shared a little snip of me singing um, a few weeks ago, but like that was completely out of my comfort zone. I would never do that. Mm. And my nerves, like I literally was like, I'd rather do, I don't know, an interview 10 times over than do that because my nerves were gone. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I used to sing when I was younger and dance and I was like, um, in like a school of dance and I did loads of musicals and stuff like that. So I'd say people didn't, wouldn't know that about me. Mm. Um, and yeah, I did like a reading with some, with, um, like a medium, like an angel card reading. Yeah. And she was like, you need to, you need to do something that you used to love that you don't do anymore. And I was like, oh my God, that's so weird. Cause I was only thinking that I wanted to get back singing and like doing like a bit of dance and stuff. And, um, so that's why I put up that video. Cause I was like, she gave me the boost to yeah. like do it. Yeah. So like, I would like to get back into singing again and like, maybe like, I don't know, maybe not on Instagram now because that was a bit too much for me. But, um, you know, I suppose like singing, even like, at like my family things, I stopped mm. doing that all together. Um, and Why? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was like more so like the embarrassment. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, my Nana used to be like, Nicole, give us a song. And I'd like, no. And I stopped for years. Like I sang at my granddad's funeral and you know, like, I used to sing all the time, but I just stopped. I think with age, you just get a bit like, oh no, I'm not good. Or like you just get embarrassed. Mm. So I just stopped. And so, yeah. So my mom was like, you need to prepare a song now for your 30th. And I was like, right. Okay. So I don't know what I'm going to sing. When are you 30? um, On the 12th of April. So yeah. A few weeks. Yeah. Hopefully you might get. Yeah. Well, like to be honest, 
I bought an outfit and I bought like heels, even though like oh, I'm not yeah, a heels I seen girl. Oh yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, so I got like an outfit, and what we're gonna do is like even if it's just like our immediate family, we're just mm. gonna have like a barbecue outside, mm. and hopefully it's a nice day. Um, and to be honest, that's all I care about because it's just like my family that I want around, and you know, um, hopefully like by then I'm hoping because it's after April 5th mm. that maybe even my Nana can come around because like she's like a huge part of like the party and the family so because she's vaccinated it might be she might be able to come yeah. over yeah if I was to ask her to tell me tell me about you what would she say about you she'd probably say that I am quite soft mm. because I am and I do like I do um I suppose I don't cry very often but when I do get upset like I definitely cry do you know that kind of way um but I am quite soft but I'd say she probably would also say that um I me and her are best friends I tell her everything and she tells me everything um even to the point where like you know we would be drunk together and I'd end up sleeping in the bed with her like that's like what how close we are um so she'd probably she'd probably say that I'm um I can't handle my wine or something like that she's just hilarious she really is like if you met her now you would get on like a house on fire with her like she's just the funniest person in the world everyone loves her like the whole of rings end now see who she is that's fab that you have like mm. you seem from talking to you now today I wouldn't have known that you've got that such close-knit family as well yeah we're all so close like so close um and like I'm lucky enough to have like my other nana and granddad as well on the other side um but yeah we're so close and even when my friends and like you know my friends that maybe are like new friends come in and see my family they're like whoa you're so close like Mm. you know um we get on so well and we share everything with each other that's why I think COVID was really hard because we spend all the time together like my auntie my nana would always be in my house or I would always be in their house so I found COVID was really hard because we all had to separate um so Christmas we obviously had each other but like it was just it, it was really hard because not having my nana there especially like you know and she doesn't have a phone so oh, <laughs> yeah so yeah. she doesn't she doesn't even have a bank card so um we used to have to like facetime on my cousin's phone who lives with her mm. and then we would talk to her that way but yeah like I think it, it was hard but we're all like so so close um yeah I wouldn't have it any other way and then before I let you go, tell me, like you said, we did touch on it earlier on, but what would what would be your advice for anyone who is exper- trying to get into becoming an influencer? I would say like probably to not care what people think of you. I think that's the main thing because that's what held me back for so many years. Like I wish I started it, you know, years ago. I wish I shared what I liked and shared all my beauty tips and stuff like that years ago when I actually was in makeup. But I was so scared about what people thought of me that I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And it held me back. So I think if you have the urge, which I did, and if you have like this urge that you want to do more and you want to, you know, share your tips and tricks of like your beauty or your fashion, just do it because life's too short. And I think that, um, especially like after that happened to my friend, that's actually something that kind of, I think tipped me like to just say, do you know what, Nicole, do what makes you happy because life is too short and you know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So you may as well make the most of it. It changed, it changed my perspective on life hundred percent. Um, and I definitely look at things differently now. And um, than I did before, I suppose I wouldn't really live in the moment before, whereas now I do. And now I appreciate everything that happens. And 
And then as a group of friends being left behind, did that bring you guys closer? I think it did bring us closer together. Definitely. Because I think like there was times where I suppose like people wouldn't, I wouldn't speak that often. Whereas like now we speak all the time because we've all shared, I suppose, a loss. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard because it's shock. But um, I've kind of come to, I've kind of come more to terms with it, I suppose, in the last year. And I think that you just have to, there's little things, it's mad, like there's little things that that'll happen that I'll be like, oh, that was, you know, like, it's mm. just, it's mad how you get these little signs. But um, yeah, like I do think that we definitely have all got closer. And we, we just have to like stop taking things for granted. Yeah, completely. Like, and I think that's what, that's what the turning point was for me is that like, you know, like I was feeling so crappy and I was feeling so sad and I was just like, I need to make a change. Like I need to do something. So that's exactly what I did. And, and thank God I'm like on the other side of it now. Mm. But like I was at one stage in that place where like I was just riddled with anxiety, couldn't control it, didn't know what to do. And the only, the only thing that I did do was go to the doctor because I was like, I don't know how to control it. Couldn't control it myself. What does it feel like? Um, I suppose like a tightness in your chest. Um, I kind of was like short of breath sometimes. Um, I couldn't sleep at night because I would overthink about everything the next day, like to like ridiculous, you know, like would be thinking mad thoughts, um, of like, Oh, what if this happens? Or what if I wake up tomorrow and this happens? And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, I just need to relax. And um, like even the smallest things of like ringing a takeaway was a big deal to me. Mm. Do you know, like I was like, oh, no, I can't. And I used to get somebody else to ring for me because I'd be like, oh, I can't speak on the phone. Like, it's ridiculous to think of that now. But that's you know how, how I many felt. people feel like that. Yeah, there's so many. I can't pick up the phone. No, I can't answer the phone to a takeaway. Yeah. Answer the door to a takeaway. You're like, you got it. You got it. I know. I know. It's mad. Like you just, and I, that's ex- exactly how I felt. I used to be like, oh no, you ring and even ringing the bank, you know, like things ringing the dentist, make an appointment. I'd be like, mom, will you ring for me? Like, you know, and I didn't know what it was, but I eventually kind of figured it out. And I was like, okay, like I was looking it up online and I was like, oh, I've never had this before. And then I kind of figured out what it was. Um, and like there was, there was times where like, I was like, you know, I, I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't sleep. So then I was trying to do meditation, but I couldn't get my mind to stop racing. So I couldn't get into meditation. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm actually into meditation mm-hmm. because I can control my thoughts, mm-hmm. but I couldn't because my mind was constantly on overdrive and it's exhausting because you're so tired because you're thinking mad things and you're just like up to all errors going, Oh God, Oh God. And I think like, I, that's why the PT helped me because it gave me a structure mm-hmm. and I had to be up at half six in the morning and I had to go to do this. And because this was all during lockdown, I was working from home. So my routine had totally changed. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I was worried about the most was that was the fact that, you know, I was like, oh my God, like, how am I going to get through this lockdown with the gyms closed? But I did the home workouts. I adjusted to the situation and it's been fine. And now in third lockdown, the gyms don't bother me being closed mm-hmm. anymore because I've learned how to do it, you know, using water bottles for weights or whatever you just get used to it mm. um but I do think that like yeah it's it, it is it's it's hard to control the anxiety when you have it it's very very hard um and I like that's why I went to the doctor because it got to that point where I was like I can't I don't know what to do anymore like I don't know what to do and that was when he suggested exercising 
um, before I took the medication mm-hmm. and I just said, um, I'll try it. And it worked, thankfully. Yeah. And on that note, Nicole, thank you for sitting down with me. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Will. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.